The Leap Foundation proudly presents the Meet the Mentor podcast with New York Times bestselling author, motivational speaker, and celebrity dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Hey, Dr. Bill here with another great, I know it'll be great, Meet the Mentor. Uh, This was really fun. So every year we put on something called Leap Week, and it's going to be July 22nd to the 28th at UCLA. We'll probably have over 400 students from all over the world come. This is a program for students 15 to 25, where we basically teach you how to be successful in life. And the thing about Leap Week that most people love the most is the mentor workshop, which we do on Friday, where we bring in 100 different mentors from all walks of life, and they share with the students what they do, what their challenges were, how they became successful, how they overcame their challenges and all that. So in kind of anticipation of Leap, we decided to start bringing in mentors, and we've been doing this now for several months where every Wednesday morning at 11.30, we bring in different mentors. So last weekend, Saturday, I was at Metal, which is our uh, men's networking group, and I met Billy there. And I loved the fact that he was so ambitious and that he wanted to share his knowledge with all you young students. So we talked him into coming in and doing our Meet the Mentor. So I'm going to read you a little bio on Billy, and uh, we'll get right into it. So this is Billy Bross. He is an online marketing expert. Interesting thing is that he was in corporate America uh, working away and he started this little side business and the side business was teaching online courses in beer brewing and that just took off. And so he kind of created that niche now. And what he does is he helps other entrepreneurs and other marketers learn how to market their courses and enroll people and get them to buy these courses. And not only do they learn skills or learn different kinds of industries, but sometimes it even leads to product sales and things like that. So without further ado, Billy, thank you for being here. Hey, thank you for having me. Very excited. What was the passion with brewing beer? Oh, just a crazy thing my roommate and I got into in college. We just thought it'd be, uh, it'd be really fun to throw a party and serve our own beer at it. And so it really became a passion of mine. I really geeked out on the whole craft beer scene and making your own beer at home. And then that eventually led to the uh, the side business that you mentioned. So once you learned how to brew beer, and by the way, it could be anything. It could be brewing beer, it could be baking, it could be making, whatever. Then you put that into- There's a passion. Right. You put that into courses, right? Right. So how many courses did you actually create for the brew? The brewing. Over the course of uh, the whole website, I created about five or six different courses, but it just started with one. And then like advanced beer brewing. And- yeah, and then eventually I even had a, a beer tasting course. That was the coolest one because we were all on a, pretty much a live stream together, me and all the, the students, and we're all tasting the same beer at the same time. Oh, wow. So I'm also a beer judge. That's something I do. I judge at competitions. So I'm pretty good at walking people through the beer, how to analyze it, and and verbalize what they're tasting. And so we would do that. We would taste the same beer together, and I would say, yeah, this flavor is coming from the hops. This is coming from the malt. And everyone's typing in what they were tasting. That's interesting. That was a lot of fun. But it's So the courses you created were about how long? 
Um, so most of them were on demand, so you could go through them whenever you want, uh, just pre-recorded videos. Is it like a half hour, hour? Usually a few hours. Oh, yeah. really? One course was a few hours? Yeah, well, teaching someone how to brew beer takes a decent amount of time. There's a lot of little steps in it. So, so that course, which was the most popular for beginners getting started, yeah, that was quite a, a big course. And you, did you sell them as like a package, like all six courses, or you buy one at a time? or One at a time, yeah. And, and one would naturally lead into the other one. So once they got off the ground with their beer brewing hobby, it would lead them into a more advanced course, or maybe the, the tasting course. Right. So you start doing this beer brewing business by selling courses, right? and then eventually you said you sold that, and now can you kind of explain to these guys what you're doing? Yeah, sure. So the, the biggest challenge I had with that business, because that was a side business, and I was trying to use that to get out of the corporate world. I, I liked it there, but I always wanted to do my own thing. So the biggest challenge was getting people to buy these courses, right? Uh, so getting people to my website. And, and as I had some success doing that with the beer brewing site, friends of mine, other people selling courses started to take notice. And they said, Billy, you've done a great job in getting people to your website, buying your courses. Can you help me out? And so that became my next big passion, was helping out these other businesses, people doing something very similar to what I was doing. And they were experts in what they were doing. They were either subject matter experts or coaches, consultants, mm -hmm. and they had a great product that could really help out their customers, but they didn't know how to get it out into the world. So how'd you do it? Well, um, for me, the, the first phase of my business was like the, the word of mouth marketing because uh, word did spread about it. I got traffic from Google because I wrote a lot of blog posts, but eventually I hit a ceiling there and I, I couldn't grow it. Um, so I actually turned to advertising and mainly running Facebook ads. And that's actually normally where I start my clients today is running ads on Facebook to promote their online courses. All right, so you start off with Facebook ads and you start to get traction. What other things did you use besides that? Well, uh, Facebook is great for getting people to your website, but uh, it's not great for actually selling the courses. So the strategy that really made a big difference for me was using the advertisements to get people onto my email list. And that's something, if I were to go back and do it again, uh, I know I, I did well, but I could have had quicker success if I would have focused on building that email list earlier. Because you do want that list where you can build a relationship, keep in contact with them over time, they build up trust and with send you, them info. And, then, and then send them info. Yeah. So basically what you were doing initially then was you were using Facebook to get these people to your site and then you were asking them if they want more information, please give us your email address. And then you built up a whole library of people's email addresses where you could then go out and send them more information and kind of bring them in and exactly keep yeah. giving them value. Yeah, my key thing is some people try to go for the sale right away. But if you show an ad to someone who's never heard of you before and you're asking for a sale, especially on Facebook. Right. Because people don't go on Facebook to buy things. Right. So if you do that, it doesn't work too well. So I That's always interesting. say- interesting, I like that. Yeah, so I like to lead with value. So instead of the first message for me being, hey, buy my thing, the first message is, hey, here's this cool thing for you. And so if you give value first, then you can ask for something later on, like their email address. Yeah, and you know what? We should be doing that for Lee because, I mean, we are a course. I mean, we're not an online course specifically. Yeah. We have online material, 
but that would be a really good thing for us to do is just to send out content, get parents and people that are, you know, making decisions for sending their kids to the program, right. you know, information so that they can do that. Right, exactly. And um, I really think all marketing is education. I know that my best customers for those beard courses were the ones that had some education around the hobby. And it took the, the free content to do that. That's how I could use that free content to prepare them for the course. And so it was a win-win because I got a customer and, uh, and a customer who would buy future courses from me too. And they got a lot of value from what I provided, most of it being free. Yeah. Okay, so you were running this, then you said you sold your business. When did you do that? That was last year. Yeah, 2017. And now you're doing what? Now I'm helping other people who sell online courses market their businesses. And how do you get clients to do that? Um, a lot of it is really just, it's funny because I, I do advertising online, but uh, a lot of it is just from hugs and handshakes, meeting people in person, going to events. This community of online marketers, online course creators, uh, they like to go to conferences and meet up in person. So I'm very active in the community. And, uh, and I'm able to get a lot of referrals that way. Can you talk about some of the businesses that you're working with or? Yeah, sure. So I got some really interesting ones. Um, I think it's because homebrewing was kind of a weird niche, kind right, of a fun right, thing. Right. So I'm naturally attracted to businesses like that. And I think they're attracted to me. So, uh, so I have one client who teaches computer programming and, and uh, he actually made over six figures his very first year. Selling, wow. Selling computer programming courses. Yeah. How many courses has he created? Uh, just two. Wow. Just yeah. two courses. And how long is each course? Uh, those are about eight weeks. Yeah. Eight modules. So they go through one week at a time. And yeah, he's got over, it's cleverprogrammer.com. You can check it out. He's got a ton of YouTube subscribers. And he's just doing really well. Way better than I did my first year. So you basically did the same kind of thing where you went out on Facebook and you started, you know, getting information, you got people's email addresses, right. and then you started sending them information, encouraging them if they want more information, they could buy the course. Yeah, exactly. I helped him build his email list. He had some organic traffic coming from YouTube, just like I did. Mine was mainly coming from Google. But then we just amplified that with the advertising, used that strategy of delivering value first. He creates great content, and they trusted him. And then when he said, yeah, I have a, a paid course for you, a lot of people bought it. Well, let me ask you this. Are you able to do internal marketing by say, you know, if this guy has a course on computer programming and has a great email list, are you able to use that to say, hey, since you love this course so much, we also have a course in X, Y, and Z and send that out to other people or are they kind of protected and they don't want you doing that? Uh, someone else's courses or yeah. one of his? No, but I mean, yeah. other courses that you actually work with like is there any if way there's to, a good fit yeah, yeah absolutely yeah that's a good question and you can kind of cross promote each other like you say hey i'll share your email list you share your email list and exactly because uh there's other computer programmers out there who have courses that teach things that he doesn't necessarily teach so they have the same audience but separate products so yeah that's what they do they call it a, a joint venture right and right. so he'll email his list and say uh say hey guys i got this uh this partner is called billy and uh, he's got a great course for you. I know it's gonna help you. This is not something I provide. You should go check it out. And then he gets a cut of the action too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So what's next? 
I mean, you've already built this. Yeah. How many employees do you have, by the way? Or is it all you? Just me, and I have a small virtual team. Yeah. yeah. So I'm self-employed, and it's great because I have the, the freedom of location. I can really schedule my day however I want it, and uh, it's a great lifestyle. I'm enjoying it. Okay, so what's next? <laughs> Just more of what I'm currently doing, uh, helping more businesses grow, helping them get to the next level, and uh, really just helping them have a, a bigger impact uh, with their expertise because it's very noisy out there. We go on Facebook and we're bombarded by ads and you know all this content. So it's very hard to break through. But uh, I love helping people who do have a great product break through that noise and reach their and, and I mean, what's your normal like kind of engagement? Is it something that you work with the company for like a month or two months or they put you on a retainer? Or, you know, we build something and then you're on. I mean, what's the actual yeah. business for that? So most people who do what I do, advertising, they, they grow an agency. So they, they run the ads for all their clients and they hire people that can help run the ads too. I didn't want to go that route. So I only actually do advertising myself for two to three clients at a time. I didn't want to do any more of that. So most of my business is through a workshop that I teach. So other people who have online courses like that programmer client, right. he goes through the workshop and I teach him how to do it. So instead of done for you, which is me doing it all myself for the client, it's done with you, me helping the client do it. And so they get their advertising campaigns built and they also learn a lot about marketing too. But are you actually building their advertising campaigns or yeah I'm yeah I'm helping them build so them. you're doing it all pretty much with them. Exactly. Yeah. Oh that's really cool. Um so if there's a student out there that really wants to do the same kind of thing that you're doing, mm -hmm. like how did they learn this business? You know, where would they actually become an expert in doing what you're doing? Uh, I would say I would tell them to start creating content. First, choose who they want to who they want to serve. So the most important thing is to figure out who your customer is and get in front of them. So wherever they hang out, and you don't need to pay money for advertising at first. Actually, I recommend you don't. I recommend you use free methods at first, like your Facebook page or Google or YouTube, and then learn what the customers really want. Because the key thing is that you don't want to sell them what you want to sell them. You want to sell them what they want to buy. Exactly. And you only learn that by by talking to them. I would get on the phone with uh, my email subscribers. I would email them and say, hey, can we chat for 20 minutes? I don't want to sell you anything. I just want to learn. And then I would write down all the key phrases they would say. And then I could use that in my marketing. And then when they read that, they're like, oh, man, he's like inside my head. And that's not something that's very scalable. It's not very automated. But it makes all the difference. Because then when you do go to advertising, you do scale, you know you're building upon a solid foundation. And you know that you nailed your customer, we call it a customer avatar. I think that is genius. I, yeah. I love that. No, I love that. I think that that's really, really clever. You know, because you're right. Your, your customer is basically writing your ad campaign for you as yeah. you talk. Yeah, I did a, um, when I got into selling the online course, so my background, I got an MBA, had a very formal business background, but that doesn't teach you how to be an entrepreneur. No. It doesn't teach you how to sell. No, and that's the whole thing with LEAP is, you right. know, school doesn't teach you how to be successful in business. Right. We do. So, yeah. 
Yeah, and I could do financial models for these multi-million dollar power plants because I was working in the power industry, but I didn't know how to sell my my little beer brewing course, right? So, uh, so I hired a, um, a copywriting mentor, and copywriting is salesmanship in print, so the art of selling through the written word. And that's where I, where I really learned that 80% of what a copywriter does is not writing, but research, customer research. So that's how I got into the habit of talking to totally. my customers on the phone. Yeah, totally. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, listen, um, Leap Week is July 22nd to the 28th. On the 27th is when we do our formal, you know, kind of meet the mentor there. Mm-hmm. I would love to have you yes. there to meet the students and come to the program. And uh, you basically, you just sit at a table with students and they'll just fire away questions. The day before we do the mentor workshop, we tell them who you are and what you do and all that. Okay. So they know you. But I would love to have you there. I think the students would really I'd love to be there. Yeah, I would really yeah, do it. All right, cool. we're in. Awesome. All right, so you guys, I am off to Chicago. Um, I'm speaking at the American Academy of Cosmetic Dentistry. I'll have probably a few hundred uh, dental students there. I'm probably speaking to a few thousand dentists with my good friend Dennis Wells, Deborah King, Larry Rosenthal. He's from New York. She's from the South. Dennis is from um, Tennessee and the South also. And we're going to do a really cool marketing course at the AACD. I'm super duper excited about that. And next week, we'll have another great Meet the Mentor. Until then, Dr. Bill, over and out. To learn more about the Leap Foundation, go to leapfoundation.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the Leap Foundation, on Instagram at Leap Foundation, and on Twitter at Leap Los Angeles. Listen to the Meet the Mentor podcast with Dr. Bill Dorfman on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.